Welcome everyone to uh, this Monday morning edition uh, of Pro Football Ireland. No, this isn't Michael McQuaid. I'm not sick. This is Conor Mangan uh, coming to you live with Michaela after an amazing Sunday. Um, obviously, Michael and the gang were in Frankfurt, so they're currently in the air on their way back um, after kind of a strange game, I think, against the Colts and the Patriots, um, especially after the highly sought-after uh, competition between Kansas and Miami the week before. So, um, But fantastic for the NFL. I think it's fantastic news that everything's spreading out there. Uh, you'll be hearing from Michael uh, through this feed. So also thank uh, 888 Sport uh, for being there with us, as always. So, Michaela, what a what a week so many games in that opening period that were kind of like almost a little bit overwhelming like red zone was just like on fire i think it was having a loading problem at one point it was just there was tons of things going on um i guess we'll start with um we'll start with the titans versus the bucks so um you're a big Ma- baker mayfield fan um how did you think he did today well actually big will leave his fan as well um so this was kind of an interesting clash in quarterbacks um Kind of the the up and comer, the the guy who's red hot versus the guy who used to be red hot. Baker Mayfield when he first broken in, everyone's like, "This is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy." So, what did you think of your books this afternoon? Yeah, everyone knows that I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan, and I do really like the books as well. You know, being a, being um, someone who goes to Florida and stuff, um, Orlando a lot. I do like um, the Florida teams, so. Um, I was very happy that the Bucs won. I wanted the Bucs to win because I think, you know, Will Levis is going to, you know, he's probably going to be the starter next year. So I think the game was more important for Baker Mayfield, you know, because he's bounced around a lot. Um, and, you know, he played, he played okay. Like he had two touchdowns and um, one interception, you know, um, I think over 250 yards as well. He throwing, but... I wouldn't be worried about the interception because it looked like every quarterback in the league threw an interception in those early windows at one point on red zone. It was just like every quarterback had thrown an interception. Burrow threw some, CJ Stroud threw some, Baker threw one, Lamar threw one. So I wouldn't be too worried. But um, they won, I would say, convincingly, um, you know, um, I think it was 27 in the end. Um, and it was a big win for the Buccaneers because I think they've lost a good few on the trot now. And um, they started off, you know, winning every game, and then they just kind of lost their kind of momentos, moment, momentum. So hopefully now after getting this win, um, you know, they can finish the season over five hundred. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Um, but it's good to see them back in winning ways. Yeah, you think they kind of maybe should because they do have a lot of weapons like Baker Mayfield's obviously playing good. Mike Evans is just incredible. Um, so it is good to kind of see them kind of get back up and running. I remember like the first two, three weeks of the season where like, okay, well, the Bucs are a serious team. Baker Mayfield can actually play. And I think we saw a little bit more of that today. Bit surprised, to be perfectly honest, with the Titans. I mean, um, we were kind of talking of Will, Will Levis. I think we all we all love him here on, on the Monday morning podcast. A lot of people were talking him up just to be, be kind of the guy. We might even discuss about being rookie of the year. Today, uh, nine, uh, 39 attempts, 19 completions, 199 yards, and he break 200, zero passing touchdowns, and one interception. Michaela, not exactly rookie of the year, is he? Yeah, no, I probably jumped the gun saying um, after his first um, 
his first game but two weeks ago but in fairness like i said if he continues playing the way he did like in his first game he could easily win rookie the season but i wouldn't be too worried about him if i was a titan fan because you know um bryce young it was number one pick overall there some rookie quarterbacks are going to have brown pains you know trevor lawrence had ground pains as well and you know he's going to be in the league for a long time as one of the best and um, so if I was a Tennessee Titans fan, I wouldn't be too worried about him. I think, you know, next year he, he'll be a lot better after, you know, learning the playbook for, for the first year. And you're a bit worried about the running game. Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 24 yards, only averaging just over two yards per carry. Like kind of shocking from a guy who can kind of do anything. He's that game-changing player. He's that kind of elite asset you'll have in your arsenal. He's a guy who can just make a run out of nowhere for 80 yards and score a touchdown. So, like, were you surprised that that you're kind of getting a very poor output from quarterback and a very poor output from your, like, star running back? Yeah, you see, the the quarterback isn't surprising because, like like I said, he's a rookie and... You know, I think the Titans would just be happy. Titans fans would just be happy if they got like a good performances out of him. Um, so I wouldn't be rushing to panic about him yet. You know, he's only played three games, but I would be worried about David Henry. But you know, it's not really his fault either because you know if he's the only real weapon they have other than they do have a few receivers, but everyone knows that kind of like he's the star of the team. He always plays really well for every season. But with players like that who you know their quarterback isn't you know talented enough at the moment to use those receivers that he has you know they would rely on the running back a lot and you know Henry's been in the league such a long time you know he's always been a real prominent running back he's always been like at least in the top five every year so I think other teams have just found them out a little bit and they probably know that the quarterback the quarterback situation in Tennessee they're not confident in so they would rely even more heavier on Henry, so I'm not surprised that some teams have figured him out and you know haven't been able to that he hasn't been able to basically get rolling. He hasn't been able to do that this season. So Yeah, he's um, been locked down. He's like uh he's like a, a married man. He's locked down and there's no going out. Derek Henry's been stopped. And another team that looked like they were locked down on Sunday, down and out, was the Cleveland Browns. But we don't know. I, I I don't know what happened in this game. Like it was crazy. I was watching. I was watching Baltimore. I'm like, oh my god, they look so dangerous again. You know, they just look really, really good. Um, Say Flowers running all over the place. Uh, the running game looked well. Lamar looked kind of comfortable. Um, one or two kind of stray passes, maybe that kind of let the Browns back in the game. But um, they were down 14 points going into the fourth quarter, and. Um, with what kind of happened, the trend of the day is kind of walk-off winning field goals. It, it, I think there was four or five of them uh, this week alone, and this was the first one. So, Michaela, what are we... So the Browns ended up winning 33-31. It was a stunning comeback. Um, Ford is looking very powerful. I know we discussed... Uh, well, I kind of discussed him previously. Maybe I'm just like a fan of his, but, you know, you lose, you know, Nick Chubb, like one of the best players in the NFL, probably offensively. Um, and, you know, Watson was kind of in and out, but he seems to be kind of back playing in like decent form, especially kind of led, led them down the way there. Ford is playing great. Um, so what's happening with, with, with Baltimore? Are we getting worried about Baltimore? Should we not be worried? Is it just one of those games? 
Um, what do we what do we think about Baltimore? Because they're really true this away. This is a big game. Yeah, and I think I texted this into one of the Pro Football Ireland groups. I said Lamar literally costing that game by throwing the pick and then Newsom running it back for a touchdown. Um, yeah, your position, the kickers, you know, they really earned their money this week. You know, they were they came in clutch um, for most teams. You know, like you said, a lot of the teams won off one with walk off field goals. Um, so it was a very, very entertaining week in the NFL. It was all very end to end. Um, which is what you want to see. And yeah, even without Nick Chubb, who I always said was the best running back in the league, I don't think he gets enough credit. Um, you know, they still yeah. got Kareem Hunt. You know, Watson's kind of using his running game now a little bit. He scored a rushing touchdown as well. Um, so the the Browns, in fairness, they deserve to win that. I think the the Ravens showed away. I'm not very high up on the Ravens sometimes. I, I was kind of getting, I was kind of looking at their, um, win loss record and they were seven and two and he's like, well, geez, if they win this game, they're eight and two. Like they're like a serious, serious team. Um, but again, they just seem to do what Ravens do, which is kind of, you know, mess up somehow or at t- towards the end they always do that in the playoffs. They mess up in the playoffs and they don't get far. So, um, hopefully it should. I think you know Lamar is probably if you're topping MVP. I think he is probably the MVP. You know, this season, I think he's played the best out of all the quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, he shouldn't be throwing such detrimental picks. You know, that was the reason they lost. Um, so we'll see. I think they'll probably bounce back. Um, you would agree but, that the Ravens, the Ravens lost the game more than Cleveland winning the game? Yeah, I think the Ravens threw it away. Like, if you're up, they're up by, like you said, like 14 points at one stage. Yeah. You know, they're at That's home. They, they were at home, you know. I think it was just like sloppy plays, just making unnecessary throws. You know, Lamar is a running quarterback. He could have ran instead of throwing that pick probably or done anything else other than throw the pick. But yeah, I'd be a little bit worried now just because, you know, the Browns aren't even a major, major team. But like, you know, they they will make the playoffs, it looks like. You know, they're just kind of one of those teams that seem to, you know, will kind of get in there and be in the wild card. So yeah, I mean, they're six and three now. They're not far off the Ravens at seven and seven and three. So you know, it's like talking with those scenarios of Baltimore one, they're eight and two. Uh, Cleveland will be five and four, like two vastly different scenarios. So um, yeah, sorry, I I interrupted. You want to wrap that up? Yeah, no, I, I think like if the Ravens would have won this game, I would have looked at them as like serious, serious contenders, like even possibly gone to the Super Bowl. But the fact that they've lost and they lost in kind of like a Raven way, I'd be like, okay, they're probably going to do what they always do, which is get to like the wild card or division around and get knocked out. But we'll see. They're definitely one of the best teams in the NFL at the moment. Speaking of, speaking of, they're back. They're back, baby. Um, after an amazing start to the season, San Francisco 49ers look like they're deeply struggling the last few weeks. No one knew what was going on. Like, was it an injury? Was it the you know, Debo Samuels out? Is uh, McCaffrey feeling all right? Is Brock Purdy actually the guy? Or was this all luck? Um, is his luck run out? You know, maybe he's having problems with his roommate because apparently he still has a roommate and splits a room. Uh, amazing guy. But they're they're back, Michaela. They're back with a bang because we were all talking about Jacksonville Jaguars being a great team and all of a sudden being contenders and being a team that 
all teams are going to be kind of afraid of from now on. I like I don't want to play against the Jags. I'll take someone else. I don't want to play against Trevor Lawrence, Etienne, and Kirk. Like just amazing offensively. Um, they're a hard team to beat. They did not look like a hard team to beat today. They looked, you know, um, they they were just destroyed. They were manhandled all over the field. I know I talked about the MVP being possibly Lamar Jackson. Like Christian McCaffrey again is just uh, just such a deadly player. It's so so hard to stop. Um, if you're looking at the the differences between the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, 19 for 26, 296 yards, three passing touchdowns, versus Trevor Lawrence, who we do like we do like it. Trevor Lawrence is a very good quarterback, 17 for 29, 185 yards and two interceptions. So it was a big day for interceptions for quarterbacks as well. Um, so ha- like I, I kind of thought we we discussed this a little bit like that bye week almost came at the perfect time for the 49ers. They were having guys who were kind of stretched, injured. Debo hadn't played in two games. Um, Brock Purdy was dealing with a lot of pressure, I thought. Um, you know, from from the media, they're really kind of digging in them. And I think um, Shanahan was kind of trying to defend them and some of his other players were as well. Um, and they came out here and they showed that, you know, they were as good. So was it the bye week, do you think, Michaela, that made them kind of it just came at the perfect time or are they really just like that good and it just happened to be the fact that they had a few injuries um you know i think it's a mix of both you know i i think you're never gonna get like a team that goes like 16 and oh like the patriots or something like that the closest to them will probably be you know the chiefs might lose two games but you know all the good teams are gonna lose a couple of games um, I do think it was a mix of kind of the injuries because they did have Debo Samuel and Trent Williams out at the same time, um, which is probably why Brock Purdy was, you know, not playing as well either because, you know, he's missing his left tackle. Um, so, um, you know, the bye week came in at a perfect time. They just kind of got the reset, you know, it kept those guys who were injured, you know, an extra week to recover. Um, I'm actually kind of annoyed at myself that I didn't pick the 49ers to win because I am really high in the 49ers. And I do think it was just a case of, okay, they're just, you know, hitting that little patch where they're going to lose a couple of games. Um, but they're going to start winning eventually. But you see, I didn't want to take what the Jaguars have done and kind of undermine them because the Jaguars have gone and they won, like, on the road the last couple of weeks. Like, they haven't played a home game in a while. Yeah. They're at home against the 49ers. They were 6-2. and two. Um, You know, they've... They played brilliantly since they played um, against um, those teams in London. So I didn't want to undermine them. But I knew, you know, in my heart as well, that there was just a matter of time before the 49ers came back. Um, I wish it was a closer game because I do think the Jags, fans of the Jags as a team, deserve to be, you know, not beaten. Or, you know, they didn't even score a touchdown. They only got a field goal. I do think they deserve not to be beaten by such a high margin. Um, but, you know, these things happen. I think the Jags will bounce back and I think, you know, they could go far in the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, it's good to see the 49ers back because, you know, the NFC is, isn't is as good as the AFC. You know, all the, the talented, loaded teams are in the AFC. So it's good that the 49ers are back and, you know, we'll give the Eagles and, you know, the other really good, the Detroit Lions, you know, to give them, you know, some competition up in the last coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, like the the Jags beat the Bills, you know, and then they kind of they come and just get blown out. But you know, Detroit Lions got blown out by Baltimore. 
uh, last week, the week before, he scored like six points, something like that. So we are dealing with a strange season where teams are kind of like just shutting off or they just get found out for one game or whatever happens. It's kind of hard to kind of figure out exactly what happened, right? Because they were on they were in such good form. Um, speaking of form, our Texans and CJ Stroud, like he is, he's looking like the real deal. Talk about Will Levis looking really good. CJ Stroud really, I think, really finding his groove against like... um. Uh, an excellent Bengals team like Bengals another team I do not want to play against I do not want to play against them I think they've looked very good uh, since they had that bye week a few weeks ago and Joe Burrow kind of looks healed up um, like Jamar, Jamar Chase getting on uh, a lot of passes going um, and they looked like you know I was watching this game earlier and then I missed a, a chunk of it just to be perfectly honest I missed the chunk of it and I came back and I was like what the hell what's going on here how are the Texans kind of getting so back into this game because I thought the Bengals looked really really sharp um, I thought Burrow looked great. Um, and then, you know, four quarter comes up, CJ Stroud, uh, like I think a 53 yard, uh, drive and then, uh, another game winning field goal, um, to seal the deal. Uh, I think they won 30, 27 in the end. So do we like, do we kind of like, I, I think the Bengals did play well. Um, I think they looked, they looked tidy. I'm just, I'm looking at the record right now and like, I really like the Bengals, but they're five and four. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, cause they're a really good team. I know they had some, they were struggling a little bit, um, but them and the Texans are both now five and four. I don't know exactly what to think about the Texans. They kind of show up one week. They might not the other, but CJ Stroud did look great. Yeah, CJ Stroud is like, if I was a Panthers fan, I'd be absolutely fuming that they drafted Bryce Young over CJ Stroud because CJ Stroud definitely looks like the better choice. I think he's now a shoe in to win offensive rookie of the season. I don't think there's a rookie that's kind of in the same ballpark as him, unless, mm-hmm. you know, like Will Levis did what he did in his first game for the rest of the season, but, you know, he probably won't now. Um, and the thing about CJ Stroud is, you know, he threw the pick kind of, he threw a pick towards the end of the game that could have been detrimental. But, you know, the Bengals didn't cash in on it. And then for him as a rookie to get the ball back and, you know, not letting the pressure of the pick play in his mind, but he marched his team down the field and, you know, he got them in field goal range and that's eventually how they won. Um, I didn't expect the Texans to be 5-4, and four, um, over 500, you know, in a positive way. And then you look on the other hand at the Bengals, I didn't expect them to be five and four but that's more in a negative way and mm-hmm. I don't know what's up the Bengals are kind of similar to the Bills you know they're kind of teams that should be dominating kind of every week but they're just been kind of stop and start and um, I you know Joe Burrow for me hasn't played as well as he has the last couple of seasons and um, it's probably you know just the, the calf injury that he's had at the start of the season you know might just be struggling a little bit with that still um, but you know, the they, they wouldn't give me a lot of confidence going into the playoffs now unless they unless they go on a crazy streak now, win every game. Um, but the Texans, like if I was a fan of the Texans, I'd be really, really happy with, with the head coach, you know, with Shroud, with the even the receivers and that mm-hmm. tight end Brown had a brilliant game. Um so you know, I think it's only up for the Texans now. Yeah, I think they're getting a lot of production where they weren't quite expecting it. Um and speaking of, you know, quarterbacks performing or not performing, uh, we're just touching this real quick. Again, we'll kind of come to the end of this this section. 
but the Saints and the Vikings, like ha- how good is Dobbs? <laughs> like Dobbs is so good. Um, like the say the Saints do have a good team. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. I think they're a little bit all over the place. I don't want to I don't want to dive into it. Maybe maybe we can next week because we kind of have a lot to go through. But like ha- how good is Dobbs and Michaela? And how fun is it to kind of watch and play, especially last week? I know we get discussed it a lot. I was in Frankfurt myself. Um but again, he's kind of he's doing magical stuff there with a team that I think we thought when Kirk was down, we're like, oh God, they were looking so good. They were like, they were looking like the team again, and we were getting excited about them. Kirk goes down, every excitement's levels go down, and now Dobbs is just he's amazing. Yeah, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to jump jump on this Dobbs um excitement because you know when he was at the Cardinals, I didn't. We're all jumping like- on the caravan, we're all jumping on that train. No, because he, when he was at the Cardinals, I did think he was playing really well. It was just that, like, I thought the Cardinals weren't, like, like they weren't a bad, bad side. Like, it was just, like, you know, like, you know, Dobbs did play well there, but kind of towards the end, he kind of faltered a little bit. So, like, I'm surprised that, you know, the Vikings were kind of coming back into their, you know, winning ways. And, you know, obviously Kirk Cousins goes down with the Achilles, which, you know, you're not going to, he's not going to, probably be back for the rest of the season um i'm surprised that the vikings went there with that Dobbs. i thought there was other quarterbacks they probably could have gotten but you know i'm happy you know that the vikings are when i like the vikings as a franchise i it'd be a team that i'd like to see be in the super bowl or the nfc champions games just you know to shake things up but um i won't i'm not going to jump on the Dobbs express i think it's it's incredible what he's done the last two weeks considering he's only been there two weeks um, but I do think now as the season progresses, I think he will kind of um, relapse a little bit and, you know, kind of make a few mistakes and throw a few picks. And he will remind everybody why he's kind of a journey NFL men rather than, you know, a starter or future of a quarterback team. Well, time will tell. Time will tell, I guess, to see if he actually makes it or not. And so just kind of wrap up um, the uh, last, the other last game that was left was the Steelers versus the Packers, kind of um, a good matchup, but two teams that are um, maybe not doing as well as they thought they would. Um, Steelers came out with the win, and TJ Watt uh, tied his brother's record for uh, most amount of sacks in 100 games, 87 and a half sacks. Um, their defense, I think, keeps leading the way, looking to win. Um, I don't think we still know who Jordan Love is exactly. I thought he did actually pass really well today. Maybe looked a bit more comfortable. He was 21 out of 40, 289 yards, two TDs, but unfortunately two interceptions as well. It was interception uh, heaven for uh, defenses this week. So we're seeing a lot of that. And obviously Whelan Watch with with our buddy Daniel Whelan, who we got to interview on Wednesday. If you haven't listened to it, go back to your feed. Um, he had four punts, 179 yards, averaged 44.8 yards. He had another very, very solid game. Um, held very well for Anders Carlson. Um, so two rookies there in special teams doing great. Carlson was 100% on field goals. Um, but they just couldn't beat the Steelers. They couldn't beat the Steelers. Uh, unfortunately, they're just too tough. I think their their defense do look good. Like somehow the Steelers are six and three. Just like explain how the Steelers are six and three and explain how the Bengals are five and four. I have no idea. But anyway, we I, I I digress. So if you're listening to this in uh in your car or in your ears or wherever, that's gonna be the end of of our part one for Monday morning, and we're gonna go on to part two. If you're watching on YouTube, please just stay right where you are.